This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Welcome to the second part of our Catholic radio program. We will be sharing a radio liturgy with you, (coughs) listening to and reflecting on the scriptural readings for the day. There'll be some music, we'll pray together, and there'll be a little bit of news from around the parishes. I'm Peter Hurley, and as we are still in level two lockdown, uh, we are not permitted to enter the studio after hours. So once again, we are doing a recording for today's broadcast. And as we are only permitted to have two people in the studio, um, joining me today is Evadi Bukasa. Hi there, Evadi. Good to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon. (laughs) Well, today is the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And the readings for today, actually, they seem a little bit out of place in today's modern society in which marriage appears to be somewhat obsolete. But while the readings do focus on marriage and union, Patricia Sanchez makes some interesting points about the readings. If we look at the times that Jesus lived in, women had no real standing in the community. They rarely owned property and they had to rely on being married to survive, and, like children, had few, if any, rights. And in Jewish law, adultery was referred to the sin of a married woman against her husband and did not imply a sin of the husband against his wife. So what the readings today are focusing on is that they are saying that men and women are equal and complement each other, And they're also reminding us that children have rights as well. Jesus was coming down squarely on the side of the defenseless. Don't do that to women is his stern condemnation. And with this background, we can understand his words not so much as being chiding or condemning, but rather as an expression of compassion. So, although the social context of Jesus' day is different from today, women and children are still vulnerable. And Jesus' message of compassion and his desire to protect the weak and the defenseless continue to apply. 
So, whether married or divorced, gay or straight, these people are vulnerable and helpless, and they are loved by Jesus. We are told to be like children, and we have to learn that just as the earth is not the center of the universe, neither are we. Just as the earth revolves around the sun, so we have to revolve around God. And when we do that, there will be a place at the table for us. We begin our liturgy as we say together, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In today's Gospel, we will hear Jesus teach about marriage, and then he welcomes little children. Let us pray today for the grace to realize that salvation comes through God and not through us, and we ask that we be just stewards of creation. Lord Jesus, you welcome the little children. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you taught us to love one another. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgive us when we fail to love you. 
and to love others. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. God, our Creator in Christ, you call men and women to the fullness of glory for which you created them in your image. Heal our hardened hearts, renew our obedience to your will, and confirm our lives to your gracious design. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. And now, Everdy, would you share the readings with our listeners, please? A reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and put him in the garden of Eden to till and keep it. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper as his partner. So out of the ground, the Lord God formed every animal of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to the man to see what he could call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all cattle and to the birds of the air and to every animal of the field. But for the man, there was not found a helper as his partner. So the Lord God caused the deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made it into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This one shall be called woman, for out of man this one was taken. Therefore a man leaves his father and his mother and clings to his wife, and they become one flesh. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response to the psalm is, May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. Happy is the one who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be happy, and it shall go well with you. May the Lord Lord bless bless us all the days of our lives. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. Thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. We do indeed see Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. It is fitting that God, for whom and through whom all things exist, in bringing many children to glory, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through suffering. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one Father. For this reason, Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Some Pharisees came, and to test Jesus, they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? Jesus answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, he wrote this commandment for you. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Then in the house, the disciples asked him again about this matter. Jesus said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. People were beginning, people were bringing little children to him in order that Jesus might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And Jesus took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you, Evody, for sharing those readings with our listeners. Well, June and I were talking about the readings today and how difficult they are to understand in today's society. And I came across something that Father Joe Grayland had put down and written a few years ago. And so what I've done is I've abridged his comments. To begin with, he said that the first reading and the gospel talk to each other, but they do so in a fundamental way. The message is not about marriage and divorce, but about the equality between a man and a woman. Christianity has acknowledged this throughout the ages, and if it doesn't, or we don't, then we are not being faithful to the gospel or to Christ's understanding of our relationship with God. In the story of creation, we have heard that Adam names the animals and has authority over them. But with that authority also comes a responsibility. We have a responsibility to care for creation. Then God creates woman as a helpmate, a soulmate for Adam. But this does not mean that Eve is subjugated to Adam. The equality between man and woman is what is celebrated in marriage. In fact, the church's right of marriage actually has the couples arriving at the church door where they are then greeted by the priest and led by the priest to the altar where they, as equals, give themselves to each other before God. Somewhat different from our previous traditional way of celebrating the sacrament of marriage. The second part of this narrative talks about divorce. And as I said at the beginning of the program, 
We need to look at the context of the teaching and the time that that teach was written. At that time, a man could divorce his wife, but the same was not true of the wife. Again, inequality. Then we have the aspect of the children, and Jesus becomes indignant when his disciples try to keep the little children away. He says that the kingdom of God belongs to little children, and they, like a married couple, are an image of God's children. God's kingdom. And then he went on at that stage to say that there is the problem in the church today with child abuse, which is across the world. And we, as men and women of faith, need to understand that the protection of children is absolutely essential. Those bishops who put their diocese and prestige before the children's safety need to be condemned as do the priests, brothers, and nuns who have violated that trust. But those people also need to be offered reconciliation and repentance because that is part of our Christian faith. And the fact that other organizations have also got similar problems is irrelevant. The church should be putting the child forward as an image of the kingdom of God and should be caring for the children. And we must face up to the reality of that problem. It is there. It should not be played down and discounted. It needs our strong prayer so that the church in its bishops and religious may be transformed. Father Joe also suggested that we should speak out to our families and find out if anyone in our families have been affected and also to reach out to them and begin that healing process. And today is also Suzanne Aubert's celebration day and she showed such compassion towards children and the marginalised in the society that at the time of her funeral, the whole of Weddington stood still. So we should pray that the church in New Zealand may be converted and strengthened and that the realities that are part of our world at the moment are not played down or avoided, but approached with an adult faith. We have to have an adult faith to trust in God and to move forward.
Brothers and sisters in Christ, let us now pray for the church, the world, our neighbors, our families, and ourselves. For the church, that we may be a sign of communion between God and humanity and a means of cooperation between all people. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For the grace of fidelity, that we may be faithful to our promises and commitments to spouses, children, parents, communities, and friends. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For children, that they may be warmly welcomed into families and supported as they grow and develop into the person God calls them to be. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have experienced divorce, that God will heal their pain, renew their sense of self, and help them find support and understanding in our community. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to the pandemic, that people heed the words of Pope Francis, that it is an act of charity to receive the vaccine, and that those suffering and caring for them receive supports. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died, that they come to the fullness of the resurrection and that their loved ones grieving for them receive comfort. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, you sent us your Son, Jesus, to establish your kingdom. Grant us what we need to live as members of that kingdom and to live out your gospel message here on earth. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
And now there's a little bit of news from around the parishes, only one newsletter. So, Everdy, would you share some of that news with our listeners, please? Yeah, sure. So um, before the announcements, we just want to make a quick shout out from all parishes. Um, We would like to wish a happy 93rd birthday to Bishop Owen Dolan. Wow. Congratulations and best wishes. Yes, and that's a great track record there, Bishop Owen. So we oh. hope you have a great day. Indeed, indeed. All right, so um, for the next few days, um, Father VJ is hosting the Rosary every night at 8 p.m. online via Teams. Um, the cathedral has agreed to celebrate a special mass in the chapel besides the crypt at Island Bay where Suzanne Ober Mary Hoepa lies. This Mass will be broadcasted at 2 p.m. on Shine TV on Sunday, October 3rd. It will also be available to view later in the day on YouTube as well as Facebook. The Cathedral will host the Prayer for World Peace on Monday, 11th October at 12.30 p.m. And last but not least, um, thank you to all who have been generous with donations during the lockdown. Yeah, back to you. Thanks, everybody. And that is us for this week for Catholic Radio. But we'll be back again next Sunday at the same time. So from me, Peter, and from Evity, thank you for being with us. And as we think of what we have heard in the readings, let us ask God to bind us to him and to those around us. you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the KiwiFruit logo. Once you've got it, 
Pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show.